Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia. It's a bold roast this morning. I need a bold cup today. I hope you're drinking a good cup of whatever you are having this morning. And you're enjoying your day, enjoying the freedom that you have in Jesus Christ. That's what we talk about here. We drink a really good cup of coffee, and we we talk about and celebrate the freedom that we already have in Jesus and how that can apply to every area of our lives. So thank you so much for joining us. Well, we have been doing a a series on addiction and dealing with addictive behaviors, and it's been great. Uh, It's been great to be able to talk through some of this, been getting some really good feedback from you. Would would appreciate any more feedback that you have would be great. But we're going to, we're uh, to use a baseball term here. We're rounding third base, and we're we're heading for home. And I wanted to personalize this uh, today and make this something where. And I've shared this before uh, on the podcast, but maybe we have some new listeners. And just just in thinking about my own journey and what God has done in my own life of transformation and setting me free uh, from uh, an addictive behavior, a twenty year addiction, struggling with pornography as a Christian. Uh, I want to talk about that, share share about that a little bit today, uh, to make this personal, to make this practical, because this is this is real. I don't just talk about this as a distant, far off thing or something that some good you know good good things to talk about or whatever. This is personal for me. This is a this is something that God has done in my own life to to transform me, to to embrace and to know and to realize the fullness of the freedom that I already had in Jesus that I didn't know. Uh, and so I want to talk about that. It's like, so I titled this, How to, or How Jesus uh, Set Me Free from My Addiction. And I, I want to clarify that because the how is really not a how. There was no how to. And I, if you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, it's, it's always going to be the focus of a who, which is Jesus Christ. So the how was a who. And that's I have to start off with because there's no there's no how in this you know if you look at if you look in the the dictionary how is defined as in in what manner or way by what means a manner or a method of doing something right so that's the definition but there is no method formula as I've been talking about this whole series rules programs principles steps anything to get free because there's only one there's a who that sets people free. And I already had it for my whole since seven years old when I be, when I trusted Christ for salvation, but I didn't know what I had. And so if if I'm if I was looking for the how to, which I was, I spent probably twenty years, especially the last ten plus years, looking for the how to of doing right, getting better, finding freedom, searching for, quitting the behavior, all those kind of things. The harder I was looking, the worse in in some ways it was getting because it was inflaming the flesh. It was it was putting it was putting it on me to do it to get it done and and yet Jesus says it's finished Jesus says it's finished he said he said it's already been done and and now what is it that he fully accomplished for my freedom there's nothing that we can do there's nothing that i could do to get myself free it was in realizing that i had already been set free it was realizing that God had already taken care of it all. It was for freedom that Christ had set me free. And so then what I needed to do was to know that, to stand, as Galatians 5.1 says, to stand firm. And then do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery, which was the, that yoke of slavery was the doing to get something. It was the realization that I had died to sin, I had been set free from the power of sin. 
Uh, I remember it was the realization that I was buried with Christ. I was, I was crucified, buried, and resurrected with Christ. It was the realization that I was a new creation. All these scriptures began to take new life. They weren't just words on a page because the Spirit was revealing what I already had. It was, it was the realization that I had been freed from sin. What did that even mean? It was the realization of Christ in me, the hope of glory. It was the realization of Christ as my life, as my source, as, as everything. Of all what I had, it was the realization of the completeness, the fullness that I had in Jesus. I had everything. I had all that I needed to deal with this ongoing flesh pattern. I didn't, I didn't know. It reminds me of how many times in, in the New Testament Paul says, do you not know? And he's talking to Christians, and he was talking to me. I didn't know. I didn't know what I had. I didn't know my birthright and my inheritance as a child. I didn't know my identity. And God began to reveal these things. I didn't know how, just how forgiven and, and right I was with God. Um, I didn't know that he had, he had raised me up, that he had seated me with, with Jesus. I didn't realize that I already had the victory, that I already had the freedom, that, I, that he was leading me con- continuously in those truths. He was working at all, all of that for my good. All these things that were already true of me that I didn't know, he was working those in, revealing those. And again, I had to still make a choice to choose to trust. My part was trust. As I always say, we do have a part to do. We do have a do in this, but our do is not what we think it is. Our do is is oftentimes coming out of a sense of lack or a sense of missing something or a sense of finding something or getting something. Or, but that's not true. The truth is it's finished. Jesus said it's finished. We've got it all. And now my role, your role, our role as, as, as being in Christ is to know the truth, and the truth will set us free, and and we trust it. Our role is trust. Our role is dependence. Our role is is faith. And so, um, this is this is true. No, nothing that we do can add anything to what Jesus has accomplished. And I I didn't know that. And so, I'm kind of setting the foundation here because I want to spend a few minutes just talking again. This was this is what God did in me. It's it's faith, and it was faith in Christ. It was the grace of God revealed to me that I began to choose to trust. And choose to actually let go, and, and here was a really big, big step of letting go of all these things that I was doing and trying. Letting go of trying, and start trusting. There's one for you. Letting go of trying to figure it out and to start trusting. Because the thing is, as long as we continue to look for a how to, or 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 a what to to get free, to stay free, to get our act together, to to say say no to the flesh, to all that, it's always going to end up in futility, and it's supposed to, because Scripture even says it's, it's, there's no how in this. It's a who. And so how did Jesus set me free? It was revealing who He really is and who I really am. Now, again, some of this can be really great advice. As we've talked about in this series, there can be some great tips. You've probably tried a lot of them. If you've dealt with a pornography addiction for a long time, you've probably tried a lot of things. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But as you realize as you go forward in this, the more you try, sometimes the frustration can really build up because you're presented with all the ways and programs and methods and steps. But the moment you begin to try to follow them, you realize that you're putting yourself actually under what Scripture would say is the law or religion or trying to get it done so you get something from God. It's, it's putting yourself under a place where you think you're lacking or you're missing something. And as long as there becomes a how then we believe a lie. 
We believe a lie that we can actually do it. We can actually carry it out that we're missing it. And, and, and truth sets us free. If truth really is a person and it sets us free, then, then lies keep us in bondage. And, and, and Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the one that is all of those things. And now he came so that we could know him as the way, as the truth, and as the life. And so this journey for me was through much frustration, through much uh, effort, through much trying, through much uh, external behavior modification. Uh, it was through a lot of religion. It was through a lot of uh, religiosity of doing things that I thought were going to make me more spiritual. So if only I was more spiritual, then I would be able to say no to these because it was something wrong with me. I didn't know how right I was, actually, instead of just believing that I was wrong. And so he's giving, he had given me everything I needed for life and godliness, for freedom, for victory, and all of that. Because he's given, he had given me himself. He was, it was a who. And it's always a who. And so what more could we possibly want? What more could I possibly want or need other than an understanding of what I had? I, that's spiritual growth is, is growing and maturing and knowing and embracing what I already had in Jesus. Because Paul says, do you not know? Do you not know? And so here's the thing, if someone, and this can be a discerning thing for you as you go through this, if someone tells you that you being now in Christ, but if someone tells you that you need something else, you need to go get something, you need to find something, you need to do something, you need a how-to, you need a whatever, I consider it, I would consider it um, advice, I'm not going to say good or bad advice, advice at best and possibly legalism, religiosity, and rules, and law at worst. Because he's given you everything you need. He's promised that he's always with you and never going to leave you. And now the choice is we can choose to believe and take him at his word and then be available to participate, as Scripture says, to be partakers of the divine nature that Christ's life is now in us. And we can escape this corruption of the world because we already have, because we're in him. And so what should be our response in this? It's thank you, Jesus. It's thank you, Lord, that I'm free. It's thank you. And now because we think we've been, we want to go to these behaviors, that's what I thought. So, so as I share this here at the end, it's, it's really um, two core things that were really huge for me. And then I'm going to share a third one. But two core things was my identity in Christ, knowing that. Those scriptures of 2 Corinthians 5.17 of knowing the new creation, that was the firm foundation that I needed. That was the rock uh, that could never be broken, that I needed to know. I was living on a bunch of cracks and rocky foundations in my life, building my identity on lesser things, building my identity on on false identities, and not realizing that I had done that. And anything that I can lose, anything that you can lose is not your real identity, is not the real you. It's real you is Christ in you as his much-loved son and daughter. And so didn't really know that and believe that and embrace that. So God continued through the Spirit of God revealed and oftentimes it was through loss. It was almost the loss of my marriage. Oftentimes we re, we the, the the fake identities go away in some degree through pain, through loss, through losing something. You lose in order to gain because that old identity had to die off in, in order for me to embrace the real me, that my marriage wasn't even really my identity. And I may lose that. Um, it's been it's been through my physics, some physical experiences I've had. It's been through this addiction of losing losing almost everything 
because of my choices for 20 years to go to an addiction with pornography that, that destroyed a lot of things in my life. But yet God's grace was continuing to say, man, I'll never, never leave you. i never forsake you. Uh, it, it, it was all of that. And, and, and so it was, it was, yeah, it was just an understanding of who I am in Christ, that not only his grace had saved me, but now his grace lived in me because of grace as a person. He would teach me to not only reveal this freedom that I had, but now to how to walk and live in this freedom. And so that foundational truth of just these false identities going away, and that's the same for you. Whatever identity you're holding on to that is not really the real you, anything you can lose, as painful as that loss may be, is not the real you. When you realize that Jesus really is your identity, then everything else becomes just an expression of 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 Christ in you. It's just we just celebrated Father's Day. I love being a dad to three beautiful daughters. But that's not my core identity. It's an expression of who I am. I get to be a dad because of Christ in me. But but that's not my re- that's not the real me. It's a it's a great part of me. <laughs> it's an expression of Christ in me, but but it's not the real me. I get to be a husband. That's another that's not the real me though because because um, that's anything. Anything that you can lose again, as you as as we've said, anything you can lose is is not the real you. I'm I'm a counselor. I'm a coach. I was a teacher for 20 years. I all these things, all these identities that I that I wore and I can still wear. It's it's you know I'm in ministry, right? I'm a, people call me a minister or whatever. Those are not the real me. The real me is Christ in me. I'm a child of God. I didn't know who I was. And so that was the foundational truth that I needed, that I am his much-loved son. He's well-pleased with me. The real me is his new creation. That's the real, it's the real you as well. But I, but God wanted to grow me in that. He, he, not only did he want to reveal that to me, it wasn't going to be a knowledge thing. He wanted to reveal what was already true of me and my spirit at the core of who I am and get that to renew my mind. I needed to know that I know, that I know, that I know, that I am a new creation. It wasn't a head knowledge. It was a, it was this inner knowing. It's like when you know something, you know, I needed to believe it, the trust that, and that was the process of freedom that began this, why I say freedom journey, because it was this, it was this revealing and then trusting. And then the beginning of the renewing of my mind to the truth of who I already was, that I was freed from sin through Jesus Christ, that I no longer was a slave to it, that I was dead to it. That was a really core thing. And I, but I still had, there was still a choice. There was still a trusting. I had to embrace the freedom journey. It was the journey of, of the Lord in his kindness and in his grace revealing these truths, but then still like, oh man, that can't be true, God. I'm, you know, I really sure don't feel like a new creation. I sure don't feel like you're much loved. I'm not acting like it a lot of times, I, you know, because I, I was focused so much on what I was doing and not doing and focused on, on trying not to sin and being more spiritual. I began to choose to focus on him. I fixed my eyes on him and what he said about me, what he accomplished, and letting go one by one, letting go of these other identities that were just expressions, but they weren't the real me. It was a, it was a shift in focus. It was a shift from trying not to sin or focusing on behavior management to focusing on his grace, his life. And all this was done by the Spirit. My my role was simply to to embrace it. And so it was who I am. This was all these things that were not me. He was revealing to me all those shameful identities I was wearing, all those condemning voices that I was listening to. And, and sure, these, these things, this is still a freedom journey. But, but that, man, over the last probably 10 plus years, this has been so powerful in my life because 
I still had to choose it. I had to choose to believe that's not who I was. I was embracing a lot of different false identities and trying to get people to like me. And I, I really have, have come to embrace this, that this freedom that I was looking for, this freedom that you're looking for, doesn't come through external things. Uh, maybe they can be, again, like I said, advice, you know, internet filters, accountability groups, um, whatever they may be, a bunch of religious things, praying more, being more spiritual, going to more Bibles, all the things that I tried to do, finding another program, finding another, it was all source. Source, the, the things I was doing wasn't the issue, it was the source. I was looking to me as the source to be able to carry them out or other people to tell me what to do. And so the first thing was my identity, which I just shared, and the second was was the source of I was trying to do it. I I, I think the approach I was taking was was all external. It was all it was weed trimming. You know, I've talked about this. It wasn't getting to the root. It was it was dealing with the weeds. It was I was cutting down and hacking down the weeds of my life. <clears throat> I had to get to the belief of what I was really believing about God, about myself, about dealing with the addiction. And so any kind of sin, um, any kind of sexual, let's just say sexual sin, it's it's based on a root system. It's not a behavior problem. It's a belief problem. I'm not talking about salvation. Salvation, we've already chosen that. We've already believed that. I'm talking about the freedom journey. It's, it's a belief system that's been deeply ingrained. It was deeply ingrained in me that I lived out of for most of my life. There's messages that, that I had received either from other people or just, just from the enemy or from the flesh or from my, and then I began to accept those as truth. And I began to listen to the, <coughs> to those messages. Listen, I would encourage you to listen to what you hear you tell yourself. Listen to what you've embraced about who you are. That tape recorder in your head, I did a whole episode on that. Those lying beliefs that you, that you keep telling yourself about yourself, about your situation, about your the struggle with the flesh, the addiction that you'll, you know, may, may say something like this, which it was for me. You'll never get over this. You're just worthless. You're not spiritual enough. Look at you. You can't find victory in this. Why can't you, why can't you just say no to this? There must be something wrong with you. I be, I embraced those things. Those became my identity. And then I was looking to the wrong source to try to get freedom. I didn't realize what I had. And it may not be those words for you. It may be something that you've held on to as you identify. There's messages. There's some core root, probably one or two core ones, and then they branch out into other ones. One or two core ones of being unacceptable, of being unworthy, of being inadequate, insecure, unacceptable, um, not very, not thinking very highly of yourself or just whatever that may be. Or it may be the other, that you're, a self, you're the self-sufficient side of it. You can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it. It's the more positive flesh, which we've talked about on this on this show. So whatever that may be, there may be some of both of that. That you can get her done if you just try hard enough, be more committed, be more faithful. And then and then what happens is God began to reveal and expose these these sources for me. So again, identity foundation source. I was looking to all these other sources, and yet he began to reveal himself to be my source. And these lies, though, must be exposed. They must be brought into the light. They must be recognized as, as lies about ourselves, about God. They must be identified. They must be rejected at some point. Because if we, won't, if, we don't, 
If the truth will set us free, we have to be living in truth, which is rejecting the lie. If we continue to live in lies, we're going to be going and responding and acting out of those. And they need to be replaced with God's truth. And there's probably a root message that you had. It was a root message that I believed I was no good, I was unworthy. I, that was my root message. So I tried to go to behaviors and go to things that were going to reinforce that or to try to get my worth. And as soon as I started dealing with those roots, God, man, my life changed. God began transforming me from the inside out because he began to reveal and replace these lies with truth because I had truth in me. I experienced more freedom as that happened than I had in years. It was like all this effort I had spent so many years of trying to do all these external things, and yet it began to transform my beliefs and my thoughts and then my emotions, as we've talked about, the emotions were there. But then, then, here's where it is. Here's where you know I began to respond. I was making decisions now out of who I was, not out of trying to become something I wasn't. I was responding. I was proving. Here, here, here's, here's a good question maybe to write down. Proving what is already true of you. Now you can begin. How can you prove what's already true of you? Because, because then I began to respond in my actions. That's always the lot. We want that to be the first thing, our behaviors, our responses, our decisions. But it's always an inside out. And as God began to reveal truth, my beliefs changed. My thoughts were transformed. Emotions were, still were able to come. But now I was proving what was true of me out of my responses. I began to make decisions based on truth, not out of religion, not out of trying what somebody else was telling me to do. I began... And I, I was able to now resist because it wasn't me resisting the temptation. It was Christ in me that was doing it. He took the shame away. He revealed the victory and the freedom. And here's the thing. I began to believe that I actually was free. When you start believing that you actually already are free beyond your behaviors, that at the core of who you are, he has made you to be free. That is his amazing grace. That's his amazing grace, and that is the truth. It's like the onion, right? It's like the, the illustration of peeling back the layers. You ever peel back the layers of the onion? That's you know, the main message there. I had to peel back those layers of like the belief was I'm worthless. And I, I believe that, I accepted that. And then things that I were going to was reinforcing that. And sure, it was the enemy too. He kept, but it was also just I, at some point I accepted that I was using, I was using pornography to make myself feel worthy, accepted, and loved. I had to that had to be uprooted, had to be recognized, had to be uprooted that I didn't need to go to that. And there had to be a rejection of that, and there had to be a replacement of God's truth. Now I think I think root issues can be or this is where it's unique. You, you, that, that was my unique uh, identity issue. That was my unique lie. But I think these root issues are unique for everyone because everyone's had different messages that have been told them. Everyone has different false beliefs. Some of them can be core. Some of them can be true. I think there's a few that go with that. They're all shame-based. They're all, they're all love and value-based a lot of times. But, but they're, they're unique. They're, for you listening, there, there's probably a one or two unique root lying beliefs that you've been living out of. And so... You know, it, it, it asks the Spirit of God to reveal that. Maybe you've never gone through that. That's, that's probably one of the core things I do with, uh, with men as we go through, go through our coaching is revealing, getting as quickly as we can to the root lying belief, and then realizing that they have been living out of that lying belief, and now we want to talk about truth. That's where the, be, the identity is going to be so huge. But until you get to the root, you'll be going to be running around in circles. You're going to be looking for the next popular book or thing or coach or 
message or whatever that's going to tell you what to do in your behavior. Behavior is the last thing to change. I know that can be frustrating, but it has to start with the belief system. It has to start with – it did for me. And it was this pornography was this false connection. It was this false – it was this fake way of making me feel worthy and loved. And it's the same thing for you, but – but here's the thing. Here's the, here's the catch in this is that it feels so real. The reason why, why would a, someone who came from a really good family like myself, had a really great support system, had good friends, was involved in church since I was could, could remember, uh, you know, trusted Christ at seven years old, why would I go to something so destructive as pornography? It seemed so real to me. The fake, the falsehood of pornography seemed so real. It was the, it was the realest thing I knew about getting acceptance, worth, and value. Wow. When that's what I that, when that's all you know is the I didn't I didn't know how worthy and valuable and loved I was by Jesus. I didn't know it. It seems more real than any other love we've experienced, any other thing we've experienced, even though it's fake. It seemed that was that was why I went to it for so long. We keep going back because it's producing something for us. It's giving something to us, even though, even though it's false, even though it's fake, even though it doesn't last. What is that for you? What is that for you? Why, why do you think you keep going back to whatever that fleshly behavior is? It doesn't have to be pornography. It can be anything. Why, why are you going? It's giving you something, and it has something to do with what you think it's doing for you. Otherwise, you wouldn't go back. You don't, we don't go back to something that is not ultimately doing something for us, even though it may be fake and a lie. It's still doing something. So, so again, this belief systems and, and realizing Christ is my life, this is... This was so transformational for me. It was so, and I think the third thing I would say, just to, just to wrap up, was then learning what what I had available to me. Now Christ is is my identity. Christ is my source. Now it's this this living by the Spirit, walking by the Spirit, as as, as Paul says. It was it was realizing the Spirit was in me, and He had set me free. And so now. Uh, I needed to, to to learn how to walk. We talked about this learning how to walk by falling, right? I did an episode, a few episodes of that on that. As we learned this, now it's like, how do we go out and prove it? How do we we learn by falling? Well, now I'm learning how to walk. It's the it's the toddler learning how to walk. He doesn't stand up the first time and fall down and, and say, oh well, I'm not going to try that again. No, he gets up again. And so the Spirit was now revealing these truths. He was revealing my identity. He was revealing Him as my life and my source. Now it was my turn to respond by walking in the Spirit, which is a choice. I could still try to go after those fleshly things, but now it was, it was, it was an opportunity to, to prove it to be true by trusting Him. By depending, it wasn't me I had, that I had to go out and prove anything, but it was actually it was proving that this, these truths that were already in me I needed to go out and live it. I needed to go out and try it. It's like the freedom journey becomes the freedom journey when you actually go out and now I'm a new creation, so now I'm going to go out and live as a new creation. I needed to prove that I was a new creation because I already was. I didn't have to get it. I already had it, but I wanted to live in that new creation. So now I was responding out of what was true. The same is true for you. At some point, you're going to have to live it. These truths that are true and will always be true, whether you ever embrace them or not. But as you choose to trust them, transformation happens by the renewing of the mind. And then we get to respond. We get to be partakers of the divine nature, which we already have his nature, his life in us, in you. And now we get to respond. We get to act. We get to act like who we are. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that freeing? We don't have to try to fake it. We don't have to try to become something. When you know you can stop the fake, the facade, 
the trying to become something that you're not. Oh my goodness, the chains fall away. They fall away. You can be who you are and then you can go out and prove that. Not because you're trying to build yourself up, but because you're free. And now you're living free. Now you're responding and choosing to live. And who Christ already says that you are, that is amazing. It's it's the freedom journey. It's It's not boasting. It's actually bragging on Jesus because it's his life in you. He's the one that's done it all. And now you're just making yourself available. You're trusting, you're depending. And that's what God did for me. So the how, how did he set me free? He revealed a who. The how revealed a who. <laughs> and I know that sounds weird or that sounds whatever, but it's it's always been a who. And it always will be a who. Maybe you need to let go of the how-tos today. Maybe you need to reveal, ask the Lord to reveal identity. Who am I, Jesus, in you? Uh, and then also source, Christ, you are my life. You are my source. You are my everything. What does that look like? I've been trying all these other things and really just exhausted, Lord. Reveal to me, source. And then thirdly, I have the Spirit of, of you in me, Lord. Now, walking by the Spirit. I want to learn this. I want to learn and know and grow and mature in what I already have. I'm not missing anything. But this walking now, you get to choose to respond that's when you know this is really a game changer because not only now are you believing truth, you're thinking truth, your emotions, you got much more emotional awareness now. They're not those emotions that once tripped you up. Yeah, they still may come and you still may feel shameful sometimes. You still may feel unworthy, but now you know the truth. The truth has set you free. And so even though those feelings may come sometimes, feelings are up and down all over the place, you have much more emotional awareness about it. And you can say, you know, that's not the real me. The, those feelings are not the real me. What is true in this moment? And then guess what? The next part, which is the, which is the, you get to respond out of what's true instead of the lying belief, instead of living out of your feelings, instead of living out of the lying thoughts and beliefs and all of that. And that's when, my goodness, you're, you're proving what's already true because you're living free. Christ has set you free. It's for freedom that Christ has set you free. So now that's the standing firm part. So stand firm. The standing firm is living as who you already are. It's, it's living as the butterfly. It's living as the new creation. It's, it's living as who Christ has made you to be, not trying to become something, not trying. You can give up. You can give up the lie of trying to become something that you're not. You can give that up today. You can let it go. You can give up the lie and the belief that you've got to get something, gain something, become something. He says you already are free and you already are new. You already are his, and you've got everything you need right now. So I would encourage you. that That's my story. That's the story that I'll continue to share. It's not really my story. It's God's story that he's telling in through my life. And I will share this message until, as long as God gives me an opportunity, I will share it because I think it's so, well, not only is it so freeing, but it's true. And truth really will set you free. And, and and it's my testimony. It's God's testimony of his life in and through me. And I will continue to share that and shout that from the rooftops as long as someone will listen. Because, And even if someone doesn't listen, because I'm going to be thanking Jesus for the rest of my life for this freedom. Because it is, it is amazing. It is amazing. So today, embrace this. Choose to believe it. Choose to trust and depend you simply can say, I choose to trust you, Lord. I choose to depend on you. I choose to rely on you and your life in me, which is my life, which is my source. I choose to believe the truth 
of my identity, I choose to believe that regardless of my feelings, or even if I'm always behaving as if it's true, that this is true. And I choose to believe and trust that you have set me free. Engage God with this because, man, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And God's still renewing, and He's still revealing, and He's still, this doesn't end until I'm with Jesus, and it won't end for you. But I tell you what, it's, it's now, it's, it's, there's transformation has happened. And I, I, I say thank you, Lord, because it's been all Him. My role was simply trust. My role was simply faith, and that's the invitation. That's the invitation for you. So I pray this encourages you. Please reach out to us. We'd love to walk with you in your own freedom journey. I do want to mention our devotional, Free Indeed, a 31-day Freedom in Christ devotional is out. Uh, I try to just talk about in some daily nuggets of, of devotion where you could read it. We're five, and t- five to ten minutes. We're probably going to go through a few of these uh, as well. Uh, it's available now, uh, so there'll be a link in the description to get your copy if you want to choose to do that. Thank you for all you who already have gotten it and have left reviews. We really appreciate that. Uh, Uh, Thank you so much for joining us and supporting the show. So as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.